0: Hi, and welcome to the first episode of the Electric Soul Food Podcast. Let me start this right by reading a poem from the great Anna Ginsberg. Wild Orphan Blandly mother takes him strolling by railroad and by river. He is the son of the absented hot red angel, and he imagines cars and rides them in his dreams so lonely growing up among the imaginary automobiles and dead souls of Tarrytown. To create out of his own imagination the beauty of his wild forebears, a mythology he cannot inherit. Will he later hallucinate gods, waking up among mysteries with an insane gleam of recollection? The recognition something so rare in his soul, met only in his dreams, nostalgias of another life a question of the soul, and the injured losing their injury in their innocence, a cock, a cross, an excellence of love. And the father grieves in flap house complexities of memory a thousand miles away, unknowing of the unexpected youthful stranger bumming toward his door. The genius beat poet Ellen Ginsberg. Next up, I would like to read my own stuff. It's called Bohemians, and it's a surrealist composition collage of words and feelings. It's long, but I will break it down for you. Bohemians. I went off with my hands in my torn coat pockets. My overcoat too was becoming ideal. I traveled beneath the sky, muse, and I was your vessel. Oh dear me. What marvelous loves I dreamed of. My only pair of breeches had a big hole in them. Stargazing tum-tum, I sold rhymes along my way. My tavern was at the sign of the great bear. My stars in the sky rustled softly. And I listened to them, sitting on roadsides on those pleasant September evenings while I felt drops of dew on my forehead, like vigorous wine. And while rhyming among the fantastical shadows, I plugged like the strings of a lyre, the elastics of my tethered boots, one foot closer to my heart. Rambo, fantasy, notes about a dream. I was laying in a desert of street signs with my hands reaching for the diamond sky in my boredom two thoughts as fire which is fueled by a young rebel mind came to me quickly. Strange noble ambition and foolish pride. Winds of howls and unprecedented, free-spirited poets' poems await me. Do I want it? Does that matter? Only way to change the outcome of my destiny is to either end it or accept it. People struggle much so with acceptance. What's happening to us? Muse, what's happening to us? Fortuna must be annoyed every time someone lays back and accepts her pen. I was wrapped around with thoughts of a bleak doom, with my legs reaching for the depths of hell, laying between two fires. City parts and firewalls parted the rear window in which sights every neighbour had seen my vulnerable naked body. All disinterested and protesting against acceptance, then they must know what to do. Strange, 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 strange flesh and bone folks. In wonderful suffering I enjoy the broad spring wind as it's washing the shores of my shallow heart, washing, washing until all of the rocks are shredded. Sometimes I thought I'd lend a hand with these thoughts. Poison. Poisoning, by the way, if one thinks about it, nothing else. Processed food and polluted water consuming flesh and bone and blood monks. Diseases propagated without seeds. But I always wandered onto paths of wild forests. Although the concrete and asphalt under me is heating up my back, I never care. Ignorance is bliss. With muddy boots I was strolling stepping into the footprints of unprotected streets searching for my peers waiting for the judgmental looks of Hesperus it took 10 steps on the 11th the surface parted under me and I fell deep I saw everything I heard the liars sing about in poverty suffering from happiness suffering innocent but judgmental screaming beauties with crowns on their head lying officials the crazy philosophers vision all false visions I just saw it okay don't hold me accountable for the meaning I just saw it It's not enough to see to understand it, and based on that, even if you saw it, you wouldn't understand it. The deeper I fell into the hole, the more citizens I saw passing me by without the thought of helping crossing their minds. Partially fine, because they don't even know me. After all, I'm in so deep. How would they get me out? See, I wouldn't help either. I'm only the love child of the same poison which makes those people just walk by without lending a hand so I didn't mind the vacancy of Anna's hands. I'm not complaining. The last picture in the burned-up frame as I'm laying with my back to earth and with my eyes staring at the jealous stars, the blinding vision of the past pawn makes me smile at anyone and anything. All of the leaves from the gates of Eden had fallen on my face and withered when they hit me. But it wasn't me. They already started dying when they left the precious branches of the tree. I was just looking up into the vacuum of the myriad stars in which I saw my own receding self, getting faded as I calmly fell deeper and deeper into the hole. And that was the end of the first part of Bohemians, Notes of a Dream. Let me just talk about this whole thing with this beautiful jazz under my voice. As I was creating this podcast, well, mostly the idea, I took a lot of inspiration for Bob Dylan's theme time radio hour and well, even Emma Chamberlain's podcast, mainly having a theme, a chosen topic for each episode which around the episode revolves, really satisfies me. So for this one, I will choose the topic of vagabonds. A vagabond, by description, is a man strolling all alone with no direction, home chilled to the bone by the freezing snow and burned by the morning sun. Let me provide an example of a vagabond, Through the story of Christopher Knight. Christopher Knight was born on the 7th of December 1965. He was a recluse and a burglar who lived in a complete isolation meaning no human contact for 27 years. From 1986 to 2013 he survived all alone in the woods by stealing from empty cabins. Although he didn't talk to anyone for more than two decades he committed around a thousand burglaries. What a savage. At 20 years of age Christopher drove from Massachusetts to Maine and disappeared into the woods without saying goodbye. He mostly lived in a tent and subsided on food he stole from nearby cabins. There is an amazing book about Christopher Knight by Michael Finkel, it's called The Stranger in the Woods and I would like to quote a couple lines from it. The hermit set out of camp at midnight carrying his backpack and his bag of breaking tools and threaded to the forest, rock to root to rock, every step memorized. Not a boot print left behind. It was so cold and nearly moonless, a fine night for a raid, so he hiked about an hour to the pine tree summer camp, a few dozen cabins spread along the shoreline of North Pond in central Maine, with an expert twist of a screwdriver. He popped open a door for the dining hall and he slipped inside, scanning the pantry shelves with his penlight. Newly installed in a pine tree kitchen, hidden behind the ice machine, was a military-grade motion detector. The device remained silent in the kitchen, but sounded an alarm in the home of Sergeant Terry Hughes, a game warden who had become obsessed with catching the thief. Hughes lived a mile away. He raced to the camp in his pickup truck and sprinted to the rear of the dining hall. He peeked in the window. Hughes used his cell phone quietly and asked the main street police to alert trooper Diane Perkins who had also been hunting the hermit. It was 1.30 in the morning on April 4, 2013. Perkins soon arrived and the burglar was placed handcuffed in a plastic chair. The officers asked his name, he refused to answer. His skin was strangely pale, his glasses with chunky plastic frames were extremely outdated he wore a nice Columbia jacket, Newlands no and blue jeans and sturdy boots. The officers searched him and no identification was located. Christopher Knight was arrested, charged with burglary and theft and transported to the Kennebec County Jail in Augusta, the state capital. For the first time in nearly 10,000 days, he slept indoors. What a strange guy, huh? There was Billy Barr, a long-burdened man who lives alone in the woods in a cabin surrounded by snow. Another one, my favorite, would be Chris McCandles, whose life was made into a movie too called Into the Wild. You should really look his story up. So vagabonds are all around us, but we never see them because if we would, they would be just regular citizens. Now let's take a break and listen to this beautiful jazz music, and then we will continue reading Bohemians. One. I saw a ragman cross the dangerous seas in the form of Jesus. I saw a crazy physicist playing some violin pieces. I saw a covered face cry and the next moment it smiled. I saw a queen in her castle shake like a child. I saw a singer begging for respect on the corners of the black. I saw an honest man with his finger on his mouth. I saw a preacher leaving church and pissing on the walls after. I saw someone with power crowning the same pastor I saw a doctor with a purpose, balancing on the edge of life I saw a prophet beaten by his own wife I saw a squeezed poetry book laying on top of the tramps I saw a king after a judgement washing his hands I saw a match burning down kingdoms to the ground I saw morality disappear under the crowns I saw a man thinking so much he forgot to exist I saw a skeleton eating with a clenched fist I saw a soldier reaping his pest on top of battlefields I saw a world war without no casualties I saw a snake twirling around the trunks of his skin I saw the greatest poet with wax on his pen I saw a book which read all of life's meanings I saw a man who befriended his demons I saw a man laughing on the morning of his execution I saw a bug with human solutions I saw a fish escape all the hands of the net I saw a coming up from the back I saw a delicate mirror dying on the verge of its visions I saw a pale-faced bonehead living his decisions I saw a kiss without ambitions I saw God without religion I saw a wind crying love from house to house I saw a young man awaiting the wind in a blouse I saw a wallflower free searching for a spouse I saw a man being passive regardless whatever that he gains I saw myself dancing under diamond skies free from chains. And that's the end of the first installment of Visions. A daydream. A fantasy. I hope that was more easily digestible than the first one, since the rhymes and the shorter lines. Let's continue with the second installment of Visions. This will be much longer, but pay attention. Visions two. In my dreams, I saw mountain tops crumble from problems on the top of vagabond people's heads. I saw them jump away. I saw them getting a euphoric state from the adrenaline. But they didn't notice me, they didn't see me, probably, as if I saw them from further than they ever saw the world. In the midst of my craziness I saw hard rain falling in the burning furnace of the city falling on top of chimes and recorders. They watched its sound. I saw naked wonders in the middle of church bells and storms raising. After midnight, from Venus's bus the viewers returned home for the night they beat the magician dead who lied that the gates of heaven are open forever for anyone. The catholic pope needed money. I stood on the edge of the world with my face shaking in every glimpse. I saw coffins with secrets in them emit light in the night. I saw hunters play cards with their prey and losing their house and the wife. I saw card castles tremble in the mud. I saw great haired eyes tremble from the sights. I saw the highest mountain covered with snow smiling at the sun every night, who killed beauty. What do you do when you're alone? With my legs hanging from the pavement came the sight towards me of a bomb philosophizing with a mathematician. As they started screaming, the professor took his gun and shot himself. I saw the bomb walk towards the other side of the streets where a biologist stood. I saw a refined field of blood with noble body bags overgrown by wild roses. Cows grazed, from the bar to church, from church to home, from home to the bar. I saw two armies in a tight valley, standing shoulder to shoulder, fighting with molten silver against rusty steel. Every swing of their swords like a pain in me, everything was against me. They didn't have weapons, just words. But what is a bigger warfare than one that's being fought with words? I saw the most beautiful ship sail to the docks. The leaving family members' faces filled with ease The boarding passengers' proud anxiety The sailors' tired wrinkles filled with years The sacrifice of the captain's years have made me dumbfounded I saw legs stomp onto the board I saw beating hearts howling from the deep for a couple minutes I saw one wheel turn and I didn't know who it's gonna choose I saw one sin that was bigger than the other seven I saw one system that slowly faded I saw one, two, three, four, five. I didn't see. I awoke. And that was the end of the second installment of Visions. See my connection to music won't allow me to skip talking about the vagabond themes in many songs. Of course we have Bob Dylan's Like a Rolling Stone and we have Hobo's Lullaby by Woody Guthrie, Traveler by Chris Stapleton, a hit song considered that by many Budapest by George Ezra and of course Papa was a Rolling Stone by The Temptations. See music loves to play with the idea of traveling, sometimes bringing loneliness with itself. I hope you're not bored, but just in case? Did you know that a whale can eat half a million calories with just a bite? Did you know that they don't even bite technically? Did you know that if there's a power outage at your house, there's a big chance it's caused by a squirrel? Did you know that you cannot hum by holding your nose? Go ahead, try it, it's okay. Even better, tell everyone around to try it and bet them a hundred dollars. Back to Poetry Another poem by the genius Walt Whitman The title coincides with the title of the podcast The poem is called I Sing the Body Electric I sing the body electric The armies of those I love engirth me And I anger them They will not let me off till I go with them Respond to them And this them And charge them full with the charge of the soul Was it doubted that those who corrupt their own bodies consider themselves? And if those who defy the living are as bad as they who defy the dead? And if the body does not do fully as much as the soul? And if the body were not the soul, what is the soul? This poem was featured in his anthology Leaves of Grass, 1955 edition. Now let's continue our journey into my own mind, through this compilation of prose and poetry and meaningful, sometimes meaningless words. It's called Bohemians and the next part is called Chronicles of a Sunset. I awoke in the shades of a tree towering over me like it has a point to prove. I stood up to look tall but I fell back on the grass, my head confused, I sat on the ground with the only memory being a story I read earlier. The story goes that a guy was so infatuated with God, that being, his ideas of God, that he painted God on his ceiling. He had fantasies of God, he worked in a library with his mother. She was condescending to his son all of the time. One day a crow flew in and said to the guy, human, you have one wish. He looked at the crow and said, I want to meet God. Let that be, said the crow, it flew away, knocking down a book which killed the guy. As he started walking up the stairway to heaven step by step, he was filled with expectations. On the top was a bed. He laid into it and a bed started spinning and spinning and spinning and when it stopped, God was there. The guy went rushing towards God, but God looked like his mother. Delicate wind blew in my face, knocking over my top hat. I bragged to the masters of ceremony to ease my pain. They said the only way to be infinite is to sell your soul to the museums. They called me son and I called them preachers. They called me dumb and I called them teachers. They offered me advice and I told them to fix my head for me. You won't see me anyway. What do I care about looks? The precious flowers began to hide on the dirty main streets. On the pavement racks, boats were hauled towards the scene. The deaf man tuned the piano in the mountains. A little boy waved his arms and the village doors were filled with madams with daggers. They are handing you bones. You are a dog on a leash. That is not a crown. Oh, how have we grown, my manish boy, oh. For what power time beholds, I couldn't have expected anything else. The moon heard jackals howling across the deserts and the valleys. Lightning and thunder rolled on the bridge over the pond and in the woods. Rising and rolling sorrow was filling up the history books, unbearable open flowers blooming in the hands of a queen, and the witch will never tell us what she knows. Probably the reminiscence of my dream. I never search for meanings in my dreams, because if they mean something, then it's impossible to understand it. It's a weird experience to see everybody around you live and repeat quotations, draw conclusions, and then they forget them. It takes a while to get used to pawn serenading horsemen and winking at the vice of the four headed riders of the apocalypse. It's all just rambling and rambling and dumb. It's all cold and rainy and it's all just mud after a rainy day. Clumsy hands wielding power and holding pens and holding horsepower inside a pen. Claiming innocence for the evidences against them. But all of these people miss what others can easily see. And when a sunset is happening, you feel a clue. Being dreamy on the side roads of life Looking at the raindrops racing down the window shield with such ease Gripping a heart with their own Going anywhere and anytime Going nowhere with no destination Following the northbound wind swinging madly and escaping on the run Playing a tambourine Shaking a rattle drum Beating a simple-minded instrument Dreaming of a vacant seashore full of empty minds Running across remains of once a beautiful and strong sand smoke cover castles washed by sea and with crazy sorrow dancing, one hand behind, in circles following the patterns of the sun until the shortness of breath makes your knees stumble, and your body falls down in delight and your senses fill up with euphoria and your future seems so distant and you don't think twice, only smile. That was the end of this chapter of Bohemians. Now at this point you might have realized that this podcast is literature based which I hope doesn't disappoint you or push you away. Rather, I would like to mention a couple books to read. I have a list of 10 books that should be checked out if you care about this stuff. Above, I read a poem from Walt Whitman's Leaves of Grass. That's the first. Rambo's A Season in Hell, Allen Ginsberg, Hall and other poems, Jack Kerouac, On the Road. As you can see, I'm a big fan of the Beat Generation. You can check out Bob Dylan's book if you feel brave or The Songs of Maldoror by Isidore Dushas, Timothy White, Catch a Fire, and Some True Wisdom from a Wise Man Knife, David Bales, Hearts and Fear, Albert Camus, The Stranger, and of course, Hand in Hand with Franz Kafka's A Hunger Artist. Check those out. And now, let's finish Bohemians with the last part. words of silence I must leave now I had enough of things that last I had enough of coincidences I had enough of crying sons and weeping willows I've had enough of young people being tortured until the last rebel is standing on one fake leg I had enough of the past I've had enough of the sky falling over me in blinding sunlight I've had enough of vice prophets holding on to their rules I had enough of your rules I've had enough of the carpet moving under me. I had enough of wallflowers brushing off and brushing off wallflowers. I had enough of the dead not following me. I've had enough of people wearing my clothes and burning them up. I had enough of lending innocent hands for answers of the praying wild. I had enough of the times. I've had enough of bad blooded pigs slaughtering me at every corner. I've had enough of blue eyed seduction. I've had enough of yellow faced jealousy. I've had enough of criticizing the new road for the old is covered with dust. i had enough of curses and i had enough of churches and I've had enough of hearses. I've had enough of heads and tails arguing which is which. I've had enough of signs of boredom leading towards a killing crime. I've had enough of being born under a bad sign. I've had enough of lions in my pocket roaring babes across my mind. I had enough of kisses touching my skin with a pale face and open eyes. I had enough of daggers dangling over my head with paranormal cries. I had enough of being fooled into thinking there's a finish line to reach. I had enough of impeached prophets trying to preach. I had enough of having nothing to lose. I had enough of sorrow eyes from the lowlands. I had enough of easy riders. I had enough of being a passenger on this lonesome train. I've had enough of true meanings. I've had enough of town hall angels crawling on four legs. I've had enough of holding candles in the rain. I've had enough of unreachable melodies from the other side. I had enough of wasted words. I've had enough of being busy dying and not lazy living. I had enough of foreign sounds in my ears. I had enough of private reasons killing rusted diamonds with bullets. I had enough of Jesus Christ with a machine gun. I had enough of naked lunches. I've had enough of masters of war. I've had enough of the cycle being unbreakable. I've had enough of being invincible. With my eyes pointed at my shoes I gazed upon the roads I have traveled. With my arms reaching for the room holding God and his bed I have laid down again with my eyes wide shut. The time flew over my head freely as I drifted back into a place of freedom and chainless futures of the past I have dreamed of ever since I woke up. Time to sleep again. Time to sleep. And that was the end of Bohemians. I hope you enjoyed it, and in some shape or form, I'll make it available for you to read it. And finally, I would love to end the episode with a poem I wrote, called Sonnet of a Vagabond. This one is good. Sonnet of a Vagabond. A little boy standing with his mistletoe, dangling it over the head of a couple. One of them is Jim Crow and a white trousseau, the other's a woman with makeup so subtle. They used to lie to each other every day, they used to cry to each other every night. At least, that is what I heard the people say. Me I'm just a passer-by, I guess they're right. Happy wedding with the priest as only guest, saddening landscapes of a once a lonely ring, finding owner with a woman's well-dressed after a queen has lived without his holy king. Me? I'm just a passerby. I'm dragging on, writing the sonnet of a vagabond. A man is tipsy from the weight of his life. Wouldn't you think he would be a pessimist? No, no, he's not. It's only his drugged-out wife cunting her cigars and smoking her abacus. What's in life to defy when everything's free? Now he's in a bar drinking his last gin tonic. Now she's in a dark, looking after me, while I'm just a passerby playing my electronic. Wouldn't you think I would have said something nice, mention his woman, how she's a freak and stuff? But a man is a man in the gutter of life. I just my huff and puff, but I will not bluff. Me, I'm just a passerby. I'm standing strong, writing the sonnet of a vagabond. Shakespeare on the stage he's sounding very hoarse. Othello didn't work. The audience mad. A pen killed both lovers with a no remorse, this breakup letter is all he ever had. But the crown is on Albert Camus right now, Merso feeling familiar to their life, a pandemic got him raising his eyebrows, but me, I'm just a passerby running through his lines. Can you relate? Tell me, wouldn't you say so? Churchill and Washington, put down the gun, put down your scope, come see this Galileo. Looking at life in this angle? It's not fun Me, I'm just a passerby. I'm landing song Call it the sonnet of a vagabond A gypsy cries alone between two tombstones Playing on his lute, just a two-string neck He must assault his last soul at the crossroads Because he's playing four hands without no chords I come up and say, can I sit, is it cool? He looks up and I see nothing in his eyes Don't ask me or I will answer it, you fool From then I know he's seen more than what he cries. You probably see more than I do, you fool. Then I say, who has seen less, got more to see. Then I started walking, oh, I felt so cool. Until he said, until you see life like I see. Me, I'm just a passerby, I don't belong. Just writing the sonnet of a vagabond. Later I've seen so many places to go, but I made my mind up to rest on this tree. As the leaves were falling on my head so low, I realized, everyone in the world is me. When you are in a town, tavern full of life, when you walk in, you are the only one dead. As everyone is caring for their own life, little boy, you're all up in your very head. What's the solution? Well, I can only guess. From what I've seen, it's maybe a woman's eyes, maybe a jewelry or maybe a dress, where you can just think and look up to the sky. Me, I'm just a passerby. I'm sending gold to who wrote the sonnet of a vagabond. I might take this sonnet and sing it in a song, so I know what to do with all of my words. I might take your lady and tell her your wrongs, so you will know just how I feel in this world. I might think twice or I might just never do These observations I might put to good use So I can comprehend what I'm telling you Or I'm just using excuses that fools use I might send this letter to the god Hades So he knows exactly what to save me from I might send it up straight to which god made these His answer, boy, that's life as a vagabond Oh, I'm just a passerby. I'm dragging on the life song of a vagabond. Now since this podcast is mainly featured around my own writings, I couldn't promise you an episode per week, or even bi-weekly. They will come when the world needs them. If you ever heard chirping in the back, that was my bird, say hi to him. So with that said, I hope you enjoyed this special occasion. I hope I was able to get you a little bit further from reality, but if not, I don't care. It's not my responsibility to take care of you. After all, I am just a song and a dance man. Thank you for listening to the Electric Soul Food Podcast. I'll see you soon. Until then, Godspeed, my darling.